everyone. I'm back with Art and Chat. So thanks for giving me about a month off. Um, life has been lifing. And so that's why I was a, I took this from a live show to a recorded show, but I still wanted to be able to put out great content and really be able to introduce y'all to cool people that are doing business really well, effectively, and in different ways than sometimes we think about. So here we are with my new friend, Melissa Taylor. Y'all, she, okay, the number one thing whenever you're starting a new business or you're start wanting to grow your business scale or whatever, people say, well, go network. Well, what does that actually mean? So we're going to tie into that. We're going to hear about how Melissa has like started a network marketing and really grew it into her own business, which is awesome. So Melissa, yourself what network it what you think networking is and we'll go from there yeah so i think that networking is really just expanding your circle of influence and mm -hmm. having people understand that you are out there to connect with people for more than just a transaction you know you're really wanting to be a thought leader in your space and be yeah. a resource for people for not only what you do but connecting people to what they need and who right. they need. And so the larger your circle can be, you can provide those resources for people, which then of course sets you up as like the star, right? And yeah. they, they want to then do business with you when they have a need for yeah. what you have. Cause let's face it, not everybody needs what you have. I mean, they just don't. What? They don't need me. I know. I Isn't know. Isn't that it's, the number one thing that we get into business and everyone's like, everyone needs this. I'm like, they don't. No, they, they don't. They don't. And they might, but they might not be ready for it. And so that's how if you extend, expand your circle of influence, then when they are ready for it or they are now, you know, in your world. So now they're realizing that they're, they need it or they're ready for it. Then you're there. Yeah. I love that. So what's the name of your business? Network Build Grow, because okay, we so are really about like building and growing your business through networking. Okay. So tell me, let's start from the beginning. How did you even get into this, right? Like, cause let's be honest, creating a networking group, people do it all the time, but you guys are doing it really well. So why did you choose this as your, this is what we're going to do. Yeah. Well, thank you for that. That was, that was wonderful. Um, so it, it actually started out of necessity. Okay. So I actually had a business and I needed to network for my business. Mm -hmm. But what I found is I was also a mom mm -hmm. and I found that most of the networking groups, at least here in the Charlotte area, were at like 7 30, 8 o'clock in the morning yep. while I'm trying to get kids to go to school okay. or they're at five o'clock at night. And now I've got all the mom duties, you know, mm -hmm. so it just wasn't working. Okay. And I found that if I went to the ones in the middle of the day, it was like people that were doing their business as a hobby. Okay. And I didn't really want to, I'm not a hobbyist. Right. So right. I thought, okay, well, how can I maximize my time mm -hmm. and schedule it at times where I could actually go like, right. you know, 10 o'clock or one o'clock or whatever, right. be home in time. Cause I knew there had to be other people in the same boat. Okay. So I just did, I just started a meetup group and just started scheduling around when I wanted to do things. And I always brought in speakers cause that's what I do. I train speakers. So I was okay. like, well, I have all these speakers that could come in and great, give great information. So we started bringing in speakers, started okay. having conversation, round table discussions, that kind of a thing. And then when COVID hit, we saw a huge need for a bigger community feel 
so okay. that people could stay engaged in their businesses. So we kind of just like blew up and expanded and started doing all these different Zoom calls and all the things. And that's when we decided to monetize it and actually make it a really big piece of our business. Yeah. Because before, honestly, I had a networking group that was great and had like a ton of people in it and I wasn't yeah. monetizing it because it was just, I created my own pond to fish in. Right. For my, um, you know, for my own business. Right. And so- it still is a pond that I fish in for my, for my business, but right. it is also now a big piece of what we do. Well, here's the thing that I really and truly felt like COVID taught all of us. And I am just now starting to unpack. So if you guys don't know me fully, I really and truly started Definita and started my business because I was so good at getting people press, incredibly good at getting people press. And what has happened is traditional media has changed rapidly and into a space that I'm not even sure when I was in college at Carolina learning about traditional media, everything has changed. It, it has become so much so that we as people are actually trusting online Instagram media, trusting podcast media and like actually they're doing a better job than traditional media. So during COVID, I had to still pivot as well. And again, when I say we're only doing, we're only realizing the after effects in business now, right? Like everyone had money or everyone wanted to do stuff online, but now people do not want to do stuff online anymore. Or if they do, it has to be much more intentional because again, our lives became so busy that was one thing I really noticed about myself this year. I was like, I was just coasting and then the coast was gone and I used to have this great network. I got used to staying at home by myself and just kind of playing around. And then I went, crap, I have to get back out there. And yeah. it's easy for me to get back out there. I can mm -hmm. be a very private person, but I can shoot the ball with just about anyone. And, yeah, and that's a big part of it. Yeah. So what do you do for the person who comes to you and they're brand new and they're like, Hey, I really have this great business. It has hit the point, right? Like, what do we do next? They come to you and they want to know, cause I've looked at the background of all the different things that you offer. And I'm like, dude, where would I even start? So where would, let's use me as a case point. Okay. Yep. Solopreneur. I have partners in different places because I think a lot of my audience likes to use me. Like, again, I'll do anything. I'm an Enneagram seven and our whole thing is like, sure. Why not? Um, we really face that. We definitely face the repercussions of my sure. Why not on a regular basis, but solopreneur doing pretty well, have enough people have enough network. But then all of a sudden I'm like, my price point is going up, but my experience level is going up. But if I'm staying in this static level, I need, I need help. I need a new fish pool. What yeah. would you do with somebody like me? Well, I think if they wanted to get involved, well, first of all, my big philosophy on networking is it has to be, you have to be there for two reasons. Okay. The first reason has to be because you are a rock star and you yeah. want to give your information to those people. Okay. Like that has to be your kind of mindset when you go in, right? Okay. It's like, look, I can provide resources. I can provide information to these people okay. as, as opposed to what can they provide to me? Okay. Right. So yep. with that in mind, you have to build relationships with people. So with that in mind, you have to go deeper into just a few groups rather than going to like 12 different groups. Right. Yeah. 
So what we've made at Network Build Grow is we've made it so that we have eight to 10 events per month, maybe even more some months. Okay. So you don't have to go to all of them, but it gives people a place where they can go deep and build real relationships with people because they can see people multiple times every single month. Okay. And we have different formats. So what I would tell somebody to get started, especially with Network Build Grow, is come to the signature meeting, which is once a month, which is where we have a speaker and we have all the mm -hmm. traditional kind of, you know, networking things. Uh, but then get to a huddle. Mm. And a huddle is something unique that we do that's kind of like a mastermind. Okay. That's when you really start to build relationships with people. Yeah. And then when you become a member, you'll go to your specific strategic collaboratives, which is a collaboration of people within your industry or people that are parallel to your industry. Okay. So now, these are the people that are going to become those good referral partners, those good because they, they talk to the same people you need. Right. right. They're going to be good collaborative partners, collaborative partners. Right. So uh, that's where we usually tell people to start. Start with a signature event, go to a huddle, and then we'll right. start to slowly get you involved with the other groups. Now, with that said, uh, there are a couple of other really great networking groups in town that we also recommend people go to depending on where, what business they have yeah. for your particular business. I would say the Charlotte Area Chamber of Commerce. Yeah. Oh, yep. Mm -hmm. That's probably a really good one for you. So we try to right. also kind of let them know like, hey, we have gone to a lot of the networking events in town and we kind of know the landscape. So we also try to point you in the right direction for other groups as well. Okay. Um, one of our core values is mind of abundance. So really making people understand that we're not the only game in town and we know we're not the only game in town and we might not be the best game in town for you. Right. But if you need personal and professional development, we're a pretty good game in town. Now, are y'all only based in Charlotte? Are you, nope. because of, yeah, I was going to make sure because of Zoom, because of, again, that's one thing COVID told us is we can be everywhere and yeah. building community is something that has to get done everywhere. So really and truly why, again, I want to dig a little bit deeper into like, what was the business you were doing that made you go, and you don't have to name the name of it, but like, what were the techniques or what were the skill sets of you that made you go, this is applicable because here's why somebody else is going to look at this and watch this and go, you know what? I am doing X, Y, Z with my, whatever my business is and it's applicable to other things. So what was it about this that made you go, I, I can start this. I can do yeah. this. Yeah. So, okay. So we're not going to start when I was a teenager, but one of my first businesses that I started was really, it was in the dance world. I was a coach for like okay. a, um, choreographer, you know, for like ballroom, Latin country swing dance. And I was oh, a competitor. Okay. I was a competitor. Yeah. So I naturally moved into coaching and choreography for that. Okay. Okay. So when I, then I, you know, had kids. <laughs> so I was a mom for a while. Yeah. When I started back into the world of, of business, you know, I went through a couple of different things, but what I landed on and what I'm good at is coaching right? Okay. Like I was a coach in dance and then I was a coach, like a business kind of coaching. Yeah. And so that's thought leadership. And what's okay. the best way to get thought leadership out there, of course, is to talk to people and to mm -hmm. be in front of people and to speak. And so I knew that I had to get, you can't just send out emails. You can't just be online. You have to actually get in front of people. And so I knew I had to network. And again, going back to the, I couldn't do it at the times they wanted to do it. So I did it on my own. Okay. And I was the speaker at most of the first ones that we had. Okay. Like we would advertise, hey, this is a networking group, but I'm speaking on a topic of sales or I'm okay. speaking on a topic of networking. So okay. I got my name out there. So it was a natural fit for yeah. me to kind of run my own events. And okay. I I wouldn't say I disguised them as networking because we truly did networking, but right. it was a way for me to get out there as a speaker as well. That's so, and I think 
one of the reasons I do this is I want people to be encouraged that if this is, even if you have a nine to five job and you love that nine to five job, there are ways to be creative and there's ways to create your own space. Mm -hmm. And that's so different than what we're generally taught. Like, okay, here I just, so I just got back from Italy and we were talking about the air. Like I literally was talking about the airport. So you get to Italy or you, you know, anytime you're leaving the States, you're a Charlotte Douglas international. They tell you when to move. They tell you where to put your bag. They tell you when you can show your passport. They tell you where not to go. Do not go in line one, go in line line one and a half. Like bam, 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 bam. (laughs) Getting back into the country. Do not move until I tell you to move. And like you're petrified. So when we got to Italy, it was not that way. Like we're getting off the plane and we're literally everyone going, we're waiting for the guard to tell us where to go. The policeman. And he's like, go. Oh my God, just go. Why are y'all not going? And I looked at the, I looked at the person I was with and I was like, we're not going because we're never told to go. We're never allowed to go. We're told what to do and when to do it and how to do it. And what I'm finding is most people are fine. The older we get, the more we're like, just tell me what to do. Like I've got a meeting later today and I'm like, just tell me what to bring. Yeah. And we forget <laughs> to get creative. And the only time we start looking for networking or we start looking for something that's out of, out of the blue is when we're at rock bottom or we're like, Oh my gosh, like I just lost this contract or my contract is over and I need to start getting out again. This is why I tell my people all the time, getting out there and networking is a consistent thing. So let me ask you this because I'm easy. It's easy for me to network. I've ramped myself up. What do you do for the person who's petrified of getting out there? Because what you told me was, I don't know if you remember, you are a rock star and you have something to offer and you need to be able to come in and offer that to people. The number of people that I work with that are not yet aware that they are a rock star is astounding. So is there something that you can give people to go, this is how you can get there? Yeah, absolutely. You know, we talk a lot about introvert, extrovert. We talk about a lot about people like people don't want to be around that many people, you know, all those things. But everybody has something that they're good at from an interpersonal communication standpoint. And we really bring that out. So like if somebody um, doesn't know how to start a conversation, well, what you do is you say, okay, well, what's the best conversations that you like to be in? And lots of times it's going to be like ones of empathy or really getting to know somebody or on a deeper level say, okay, so craft your questions around prompting that type of a conversation. Mm. So when they, so if they go in armed with some kind of conversation prompts, we call them power questions or stump questions. And they know these are questions I can ask somebody, which A, makes it so I don't have to talk as much, which they like gets the other person talking, which is great because now you learn more about them, which is what you want to do Yeah, um, for follow-up purposes. But it also makes them feel really comfortable because they're not going to be there going, you know, like saddling up to next to somebody going, you know, Hey, so what do you do for a living? You know, and feeling all creepy, right. You have something that you can actually ask them that, that you know, is going to lead into a conversation that you're comfortable with. Okay. So that's one thing. What's your, Paul's on that. What's your favorite question to get asked? Yeah. What is the favorite part of your day? Oh, I like that. 
Yeah. What's the favorite or, or if you really want to go business, kind of the business route is what's the, what's your favorite thing that you do in your business or what's the yeah. favorite part of your business? I love asking that question. Yeah. A lot of other people do questions like, um, why did you get started in what you're doing now? Yeah. You know, cause that's kind of interesting. Now, sometimes you, they start when they were in a while when I was five years old and you get this whole big, long history, which is yeah. why I don't ask that question, but um, some people like the history part. I mean, there are history people that like the history of a company and that's what they want to know. That's yeah. a great question for those people. Okay. You know, another thing that, that you want to think about is lots of ways that you RSVP for events these days, you can see who else is going. Okay. And you yeah. might know somebody. So, you know, like if I saw that you were going, I might be like, hey, Arden, I see you're going to this such and such a networking event. I've never been there before. Would you meet me at the door? Yeah. Oh, so important. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. You can certainly do that. And at Network Build Grow, we, you know, we try to kind of make sure that you are introduced to a few of our leadership team before you ever go anywhere so that you can be comfortable and met by them or whatever you need. Right. And I do think that's important because a lot of times you'll walk into a networking group. I have one that meets weekly right down the road from me. And I'm like, I remember the first time I walked in, I was like, oh my gosh, I don't know where I'm going. It's so hard to get here, all that kind of stuff. And I'm just, just knowing somebody's going to be waiting for me. Someone's going to help me. I'm not going to look like a fool. I'm not going to wander around. Mm -hmm. that that's really what you're looking for with networking groups too. Mm -hmm. So whenever I tell people, I'm like, look for in your area, somebody that's going to wait on you and somebody that's going to truly want to do business with you. I know I'll, I'll do reach out for clients and like, Hey, they join the chamber and I'll message a chamber person. And if without fail, if the chamber membership person does not get back within a, a week or so, I'm like, probably not the right deal for you because you're, you're, I used to work at the chamber and your member person is your direct contact to the rest of the chambers. And mm -hmm. so like you guys, you are going to find the direct contact to here's who you should know. So that's mm -hmm. another thing when you're looking for networking groups, they need to know their networking group in and out. Right. Yeah. And that way they can go, here's who you should know. Yeah. And then here's like, I mean, it, did you ever watch how I met your mother? No. So do, do, when Bar when they were trying to set each other up, Barney and Ted would have this thing and it would be like, have you met Ted? Have you met Barney? Like, and have <laughs> you met? I will do that all the time for people because I'm like, have you met? And they get so mad at me, but I can, I can, I'm a chatty Kathy. I can figure out a way to talk to anybody. Yeah. So, and I love that about your group is that you go, have you met whomever? Yeah. We do it all the time. Yeah. We do it all the time. And I would say that if you're going to go to a networking group for the first time, somebody organized it. Mm -hmm. Call the person beforehand and say, hey, I've never been there. Where do I park? Like, it's I mean, just ask your questions, because if the person who's doing the event, if the person that owns the networking group doesn't respond to you and then maybe it's not your maybe it's not your group. Right. Right. So, yeah. So that that's that's number one. Number two, I think that and we talked about this a little bit before we got on camera. Yeah. The question we get a lot is how do I get good return on the investment of my time and money when I go yeah. networking? And you're exactly right. The more that you can, the more the networking group facilitates or helps facilitate connections within the group, the more ROI all of their members are going to get. Mm -hmm. So we actually have something very unique in Network Build Grow. In our profile, it's called, you have your about section, which is like your bio section right. on your profile. Okay. But then we have an area called refer me. 
and you write it in third person. So all I have to do if I want to introduce you to somebody is go into your profile, copy that. And it says, oh. yeah, and it actually says, hey, I'd like to introduce you to Arden. She does blah, blah, blah. And I don't have to write it. You yeah. get represented exactly how you want to get represented. And I can send that off to somebody else that I want to introduce you to. And I don't have to do the actual like writing of it. That is genius because every so, time I'm yeah. like, what do you want me to say? I really don't understand right. what you do, but I know this person is exactly right for you, but I don't know what to say. So it's made it so much easier for our, for our members to refer each other. Okay. Mm -hmm. And it's, it's, it's just brilliant. I mean, it's just a brilliant way to be able to represent you exactly how you want to be represented. So what does return on investment look like? Yeah. Well, that's a tough question when you mm -hmm. talk about networking, because it can't necessarily just be money-based and transaction-based. It has to be what I call influence-based. Mm -hmm. Like how many people, if you go to another group or you do something else or you go somewhere else and people are like, oh yeah, Arden told me about you. That's return on your investment. Mm -hmm. Right? So you have, there's some non-tangible, I guess, ways to kind of do that. Once when people know your name, who you've never met, you're doing the right stuff. And it will turn into transactions. Yeah. Yeah. But mm -hmm. here's the deal. You've got to invest. What we don't Absolutely. talk about with investment is you ha still have to show up to the meetings. You still have mm -hmm. to be present. You still have to do the work of putting it out there of other people to meet. Because without fail, the people that, that do not get what they need out of it are the ones not doing the work. They're the ones that I'm like, hey, dude, you, I can't talk about your book for you. You've got to talk about your book or here's everything you need to say about your business. But I can't do it because I didn't write the book or I didn't. I'm not you. Create, yeah, I didn't create yeah. the whatever. I'm just like yeah. thinking of different. But yeah. yeah, we actually had somebody quit the other day about a month and a half ago. And I always follow up like, hey, you know, why did you decide not to be to continue to be a member? Because yeah. ours is a paid community. Yeah. And he actually said. Well, I wasn't getting anything out of it. I didn't get any referrals. I said, oh, well, how many did you give? Mm -hmm. He said, none. I said, how many events did you go to? He said, I don't know, maybe two or three. I said, in a year? I'm like, oh, well, of course you didn't get anything out of it. Right. Right. I mean, we don't have attendance. We don't take attendance or anything right. like that. We don't require you to be there. Right. But we do. I mean, it's true. It's just like anything else. The more time you put into it, the better return you're going to get. So how much time should you put into it? I'm just, I'm now I'm up asking because the other thing is I could be out and about, this one could be out and about all the time and then not have <laughs> any time to work. Cause I come out yeah. like, I'm so tired. Well, you've been talked to 29 people today and did nothing. Right. right. So a couple of different things. Um, one goes back to that, go deeper in one group or two mm -hmm. groups rather than go to five. So right okay. there, it's going to help you with your time. Yeah. Um, the second thing is anytime I go to a networking group, I when I was going to other people's groups, which I still do a little bit, I always schedule an hour afterwards to do my follow-up so that it's done. And I know that that has been taken care of. And then I have a whole okay. follow-up automation system that helps me not let anybody get 30 days away from me. That's what I always say. Like, don't let anybody get 30 days away from you. In other words, okay. contact them within 30 days, yeah. of, you know, consistently. But I have an automation that helps me do that so okay. that it's just kind of streamlined. But so schedule time to do your follow-up right afterwards. That's huge. If you don't do it, invest that time, then going to the event was was a waste of time. Yeah. Okay. I like that. Right. So that's really key. And then that also keeps it from like what I call popcorn networking, which is where like, mm -hmm. oh, I forgot. I needed to call Arden or, oh gosh, yeah. I met John three weeks ago and I still haven't called him. It avoids all of that. So then you yeah. get a much better return because you're focused on what you right. just talked to him about and you can set things up. 
And with all the tools we have today, I mean, if you don't want to send them an email the next day, because you think that sounds like you're like pouncing on them, write the email and then schedule when you want it to go. (laughs) It it does depend on the person because I would rather you email me pretty much right away. I will tell people, they're like, where's your card? And I'm like, I don't carry cards because because you're going to lose them. Text me right now. Here's my calendar. Get the best way is I'm going to text you my calendar. I want you to get on it right now, and we're going to set up a 15 minute phone call to just talk. That is what I have found is that's when I know you're serious and you want to build community or you want to build network or whatever. Mm-hmm. Those that are like, let me get your card. You're never going to remember that card. Mm-hmm. You can write down my number. I can text you. But if you're really serious about it. Have your I, that's one thing I do is I have my 15 minute calendar ready. I send you the link and then me too. it's up to you. Mm-hmm. Yes, me too. Yeah. I do that as well. Um, and I actually moved away from any one on one, so I don't do any one on one zero. I don't do them, won't do them because it's a waste of time, right? I live in Lake Wiley. By the time I drive to Charlotte to meet somebody at a coffee shop, right. have an hour long conversation with somebody where I don't even drink coffee, so and then I drive all the way home, it's like two hours out of my day. It is, yeah. I, I just can't do that. So with the one wonderful thing about COVID is it proved to everybody that you can build relationship via Zoom. Yeah. And so that 15, 20 minute coffee online like this is a much better use of everybody's time. Now, I still don't do very many of those because what I do is I try to kind of where the huddle came from, right? Mm -hmm. I try to make sure that we have two or three people. So like, unless we had something specific to talk about, like when you and I met, it was because we were talking about a, a potential client that we could right. both share, right? That's right. different. But it was just a community kind of let's get to know each other conversation. I'll say, hey, Arden, you and I are going to meet on Friday at 10. Do you mind if I invite a couple of other people to come with us? Oh, that's really smart. So then I have three yeah. or four people. And again, now you're like the star of the show because now you've introduced people and made connections. Mm-hmm where they didn't have to with people they would have probably never known. So you not only get to know all three of those people better, they now also get to meet each other. Yeah. So, like that. And then you've saved yourself right. how much time? Oh because you didn't have to have, you didn't have to have three meetings. You just had one. Just one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, I am trying. One of the things I'm trying to do is make Friday a day of either coaching or building community of some sort. And I like, like, just because I am just a segmented person mm-hmm. and by Friday, my brain power is gone, but not for coaching. Cause I love coaching and not for like, Hey, can we figure out a way like this afternoon? I've got some people that I'm meeting with that were building out VIP day, like VIP weeks for people. And that's where this kind of stuff will come from is, Hey, mm-hmm. We've got this really cool VIP day. You could hire, basically it's, you could hire a CMO, a chief marketing officer, or we could come in and teach y'all how to do all of it and streamline it and be done. That is a perfect example of just like getting in a huddle and seeing each other and going, these are all the parts and this is what we need to do. So let's move forward. And we, it can be fun, but I love that. I love that. That's what networking can do. So absolutely can. I have another friend actually shows something really cool. I think it's once a month. Don't quote me on that, but I think it's once a month. She picks a four hour time spot. Okay. And she goes to like Amelie's mm-hmm. and she lets her entire network know I'm going to be at Amelie's from 8 a.m. till noon. Stop by and see me. Okay. And she, and I asked her, I said, how's that going for you? And she said, it's a nonstop stream of people. I'm going to do that. Suffolk Punch is opening near me. Mm-hmm. 
I'm and she said people just out. come in and just say, Hey, they bring people, they meet, they talk. Some people stay for an hour. Some people stay for half an hour. That's just this constant kind of stream of people. You know what I'm going to add? If you're hot and single and ready to um, have a relationship, I would like you to come by as well. <laughs> that is my new dating profile, people. <laughs> But it's kind of fun. And she said she always takes work with her in case she would have a lull. She could yeah. get some things done. But yeah, she just sits there and people just come talk to her. And then other people in the omelets that she doesn't even know have right. come up and been like, what are you doing? Like, because they see all these people coming out and talking to her. Like they that think she's is... a celebrity and people are sitting down to talk to her. So they want to know who she is. That is genius. It was pretty genius. Yeah, it was good. I'm totally. Now, have you done that? Uh, not exactly. I've done the thing where I'll, like I said, call three or four people and say, Hey, let's all meet at Amelie's. And then we'll okay. let some other people know we're going, but yeah. I haven't gone and sat there for like four hours and done anything like that. But that's, but, that's she, but she gives, yeah, she told me, she said she came up with the idea because of our huddles. Like it made yeah. sense. And she, that's how she decided to implement it. And for a very spontaneous person like me who just loves to see what's going to happen. And I do think you have to be that person. Like you have to be the person's like, cool. I want to see what happens. It could be great. I have plenty of work to do, but what could come of it? I mean, yeah. that is the me of the world. That's like, huh, I'm curious. We'll see what can happen. Yeah. All right, Melissa, we've reached 30 minutes. We could keep going, but what, what do you want people to know about you and what's the best way to get in touch with you? Obviously I'll put it in the show notes, but what can we share? Absolutely. So, well, you know, we're talking about networking today. So obviously come check out a signature event at Network Build Grow. So it's networkbuildgrow.com. Uh, we love guests at our signature events. They're open to anyone. You don't have to be a member to come to those. Okay. If you want to experience a huddle, they can also just, you know, email me through the website and, and uh, we'll get you to a huddle. Um, and then for me personally, you know, I do work with speakers. That's really mm -hmm. what I do work with speakers and thought leaders, people that have courses, want to do VIP days, VIP weeks, mm -hmm. uh, and be a speaker. Happy to talk to somebody about that as well. That's so cool. All right. Thank you. Thanks You're everybody. Welcome. This You're was welcome. awesome. All right. <laughs> Bye guys. <laughs>